You're listening to the Uplifting Content Podcast with Ioni Butler. Join me every Tuesday to hear conversations with remarkable guests on a wide range of topics. The goal with this podcast is to introduce you to new ideas and techniques that will inspire and uplift you. Today, let's talk about unleashing your creativity with Josh Rossi. For anybody wanting to do something bigger in a series that, or, you know, whatever it is, an art piece or whatever, the key is doing something not just better, but doing something new. So that's mm. just in business in general. People don't necessarily care about better. They, they care about new. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be sharing this episode with you. I spoke to Josh back in February 2018 and was just buzzing after our conversation. Not only is Josh a fantastically talented digital artist and photographer, he's also a brilliant businessman, entrepreneur, teacher, and speaker. And in this episode, I learned so much from him. We spoke about Josh's work as a commercial photographer and digital artist, his remarkable viral photo shoots, and the positive impacts they've made. How to not be scared of putting yourself and your work and creativity out there, and ways to deal with negative criticism and self-doubt. How to turn your passion into a business influencer marketing, how to strategize finishing your projects, how to take what you love doing and add something different to make it fresh, how being open to new possibilities can lead you in the right direction, how to ask the right questions to progress in your career, and much, much more. If you have this yearning to be creative and to make art or sing or dance or do something, this is a really inspiring episode to listen to. One of the things that really resonated to me was when Josh spoke about this idea of being the first at something, creating something different and new. And I've recently learned of an artist called Alex Mead. And what she does is paint over people. So she paints on top of 3D objects and people to make them look like they are a painting. It is incredible. If you look at her work on Instagram or Google her, her name is Alex Mead. And she is so fantastic. I haven't seen anything like what she does before. And it's brilliant. Josh had mentioned this idea, you know, years ago, and it's just really got my juices flowing of what can I bring? What can I do that is creative and different that nobody else is doing? And so I urge you while you're listening to this conversation to have a little think about what it is that you can offer, which is unique and hasn't been done before. Perhaps consider doing it and putting your work out there. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So feel free to reach out to me on social media at Ioni Butler. Please leave a review if you haven't already and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you, as always, for being a listener to the show. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Everybody, just to give you a bit of a heads up, I was first uh, introduced or heard of Josh. We shared one of his videos on the Uplifting Content Facebook page. I'm going to tag it in a comment. Uh, But he is a master photographer. Is it called composting? Composting? Yeah, yeah, compositing. 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 That's the work that I do. Hello, gorgeous. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you before, I was like, you want to hear? She can't hear. <laughs> so we had a joke that there was, I don't know for anyone who's on the, whatever, the <clears throat> BBC interview or something where a dad and his kids come running in and the dad's really freaked out. Hi. Um, and I just think that it's really cool and fun. So I like that we're doing it and it's not live television, but it's still fun. Anyway, yeah. everyone. My this wife is... just called me too, which is hilarious. She's like, oh, Nelly. She's up here with me. It's all happening. So let's just do this. It's a... So yes, I'm going to share the video, but um, Josh does some master work with <clears throat> photography and um, it's a very powerful video about, uh, or projects turning kids um, with, <clears throat> with uh, illnesses into superheroes. So, 
Josh Rossi. Rossi, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, <laughs> Rossi, I'm me. sorry. Thanks for having me. Let me get, let me get, uh, Nelly's up here. All right, let's do this. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so would you like just to take a moment to um, let, let our audience know a little bit about yourself and what is it you do? Because I can't even describe it properly. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a commercial photographer and I'm also a digital artist um, and I do a bunch of other stuff. But those are, those are the main things. And I really started doing these sort of uh, fun photo shoots with my daughter slash philanthropy type shoots you know, that I recently did with the, the kids that were sick with cancer or other diseases. And um, like, we don't, I don't make any money off of those. And so people are like, why, why do you do those? You know, for us, it, it's really just, we wanted to do something that was going to make a, a difference in the world. And I know it just sounds so cliche, but you know, me and my wife talking initially I mean, years ago, we're like, yeah, we just want to make a difference in the world. And, you know, everybody says that, but it's like, how does that actually come about? And so I had my own ideas as to how to do that. And <clears throat> I'm, I'm religious. And so my first idea was um, maybe by doing religious art, you know, just like the old painters of the Renaissance. I'm from Italy, by the way. So that, mm. that sort of background from Florence. Florence, one of my favorite. No, wait, yeah. is it Florence? Yeah, Florence. So that's where I was born. And, and my, my dad, when we were younger, he'd always tell me, he's like, you come from Florence, the place of the Renaissance, you're an artist. So he sort of instilled that in me. And so, you know, my idea of inspiring other people was doing, uh, doing religious art. And, and at some point I just realized that it wasn't really going anywhere and certain religious art didn't really inspire me personally. It was just that I thought, Oh, you know, some, someday somebody will be inspired by this, which I think it is good stuff. It, it is inspiring. But here's, here's the point was that I was going down this one path and all of a sudden this other path opened up of, of doing photo shoots of my daughter, which was like so random. So I did this photo shoot of Wonder Woman, which that sort of opened up everything. Um, people called me after that. That went extremely viral, like 50, 60 million views. <clears throat> and people called me and said, um, hey, my daughter's the real superhero or the real Wonder Woman or my my son, he has cancer and he's the real superhero. And so from there, we got this idea of doing this bigger photo shoot and helping out these these kids. And uh, the, the main idea behind it was just to, to give them some relief. Um, I mean, there's, there's a whole story around that. I could just blab on forever, but it was just to give these kids some relief and just to do something cool for them. And then it just absolutely blew up. So that's that's sort of a quick backstory of you know everything I've been doing I also you know from my professional type side of things I, I do commercial photography so I work with bigger clients like Adobe Acura and you know taking that and applying it into for these kids and you know my daughter's photography has just been super fun yeah yeah and um, I love them both we've got videos of both of them what was it like doing that for you what was it like how was that <clears throat> um Oh man, it was amazing. It was it just, holy cow. It's been a roller coaster of just emotions and just stuff that's been happening. I mean, the biggest thing that's been happening is that people are contacting me wanting these same photographs for their kids. And mm -hmm. I, I wish I could do this for every single kid, but you know, with a thousand plus requests, it's, it's just impossible. Um, one of the coolest things that happened obviously what was that the kids were so inspired and they, they got out of their, their, um, their mental state where they were just sick and sad and they got out of that. And I mean, we had so many fun activities. DC helped, they, they set up 
stuff with the actors. They set up a private screening, Aww. all these surprises for the kids. That was super awesome. The, the second cool thing that happened was I was in Italy at the time. This was a few months ago. And I had uh, Italian national TV reach out to me out of nowhere. It was because they saw it on a Facebook page, something, something. And I went on live to, to like millions of people. And I was with this doctor that had invited me. He's a really famous doctor over there. And he said that this, this photo shoot, I mean, this is how weird and crazy this thing is that, that we've been doing. He said that this photo shoot inspired them to open up a new uh, line of research into like the, the effects that this type of activity can have on kids, like emotional effects and healing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they, they opened up a whole new line of research with all these famous doctors. And, you know, I'm, I'm over here, like, you know, I'm just a photographer, you know what I mean? I just wanted to make a difference and I'm a photographer. And so going back to how I, I shot religious art, which, which I have nothing against that, but you know, sometimes it's like we have our path. We, we, I think the, the important thing is that we have good desires and we go down a path. And if it's not the right path, then, then if you're meant to do something big, things will, things will switch. And the main thing is just, just movement, just keep moving forward. And that's, that's what we did. You know, we just kept pushing forward. We're like, I don't know where this is going. And, and it just turned into something huge. And so now we have, we have other photo shoots and I can tell you in a little bit more about those, but you know, other photo shoots in the future that are just going to be even bigger than this one. So yeah, it's just really exciting. I mean, I, you should be, I mean, what you've done is so incredibly powerful. Um, I interviewed an amazing guy called Johan Hari a few days ago. He's an author of a book about um, depression and I've been listening to the audiobook. It only just recently came out talking about how with so many drugs, it's like, you know, people get placebos, but it's being told that this is how this works is going to make you, is going to make you better. Um, he, he does a study. There was a story about a guy that had this kind of miracle stick that was healing people of all their pain. It was nothing. The guy just made it up, but people believed that it was doing it and it made a massive difference. And so, and so that's one thing. Then there was another story that I heard about a guy who had a really incredible father. The kid had a hearing aid and he would go to school and feel picked on and bullied. And the dad said, well, you should um, pretend that you've got this kind of radio that kind of gets you all the intel about all the baseball games that are happening and just pretend that's what's going on in school. And so the kid did and all of his school friends started to get jealous and he was the cool guy that had the thing. <laughs> and what you've done with these kids is you've taken something that they before may have felt one way about and made it this like incredibly powerful, amazing, awesome thing to be proud about, which must be helping so much. So like, I'd be fascinated to know about that research and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize that it was going to have totally. an effect on, on these kids like that. And um, I just want to make them feel better. Uh, me and my wife did. And I, at some point I got a ton of medical professionals reaching out to me, nurses from hospitals saying, Hey, our whole hospital has been checking out this video all day. And it's just crazy what you've done. And I didn't understand why they were so excited about it. I said, yeah, it's a cool photo shoot. It's helping the kids. It's emotional. But why are medical professionals so like obsessing over this? And, or why is this like something so new? And Ooh. I realized after asking, it was that in hospitals, they have all these brochures of sick kids. Whenever you see a sick kid, what mm -hmm. does it look like? It's, it's like gray, these black and white photos of kids being sick. Your, you know, medications. I mean, look at them all the commercials about like, if you're depressed, you know, take this, if you're sick with this disease, take this, it's all blue and dark. So the fact that I, I added light to this whole situation and turn these kids from turn the perception of being sick 
not of like you are a sick person, but you are like actually more powerful than the rest of us because you've been through trials, you know? So that's the one thing that I took from this was, was just like, it's actually helping people to, to think that, you know, they're, they're superheroes. I mean, and it's the truth, you know, it's just mm-hmm. revealing what me and my wife did just revealed the truth of, you know, of these actual people. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I can't wait to find out about other things you're up to. Um, let me just read some of the comments. Um, I just loved it, says Krishna. Hi, guys, everybody. By the way, um, Rebma says, uh, we in, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I tried to read that. Alina says, great job, jo- uh, Josh. Carrie says, that was awesome. So apparently it did work for everyone. Music was way too loud. Thanks, Joshua. I'll turn it down next time. Uh, Jeff says, perfect. Leo said it worked. Hey, Leo. Uh, These photos say more than a thousand words. They make you believe. Yes, yes, they do. Jeff says, saw this video video earlier today and it blew me away. Um, Awesome stuff. Uh, Ramba says, wow, I love this. You both look great, we got from Jeff. So you're doing all right, Josh. <laughs> good, okay. <laughs> Elio says, this is an amazing way to empower children who need support. Yes. And there was a really great question that we had from somebody. Where did it go? Um, some Facebook comments can be really weird. Somebody had a question which was, um, it seems to have gone, but I did catch it earlier. Um, when you like being being nervous about showing your art be showing your work was there ever a time where you kind of in that there's a video that i'm going to post as well in the comments i'll do that now um it's called like in the gap in the space between where you've got an idea of where you want to go and where you want to be but you're not quite there yet so the stuff that you're making when you're trying to figure stuff out is a bit crappy it's not very good and you get disheartened really easily um Did you ever go through that? And what advice would you give to people that are kind of nervous about putting themselves out there and just like putting their work out there? Man, every single time I came up with a a project, I I just felt like quitting. I mean, so now we've done, we started a year and a half ago with just these, these crazy photo shoots and, and, um, every time they've gone extremely viral, you know, a hundred million views, 200 million views. And the, the first time was the wonder woman shoot. And I remember it was the first first time ever I did a, a type a shoot like this, and I just felt completely like quitting halfway through. I said, "This is ridiculous. People aren't gonna like this. It just seems so dumb." And then, uh, you know, like me, I'm trying. Sometimes we think like, "Oh, we're trying too hard." You know, people are gonna think that we're trying too hard if we if we go out with this. And and you know, I, I almost quit every single photo shoot. I got to the editing process and I was like, man, these images just aren't turning out. I, I'm just going to quit. And, and honestly, it's just the push through. I mean, there's no magical, like, I mean, if you're married, maybe you have a magical wife or husband. <laughs> My wife, that's how she helped me. She's like, what are you talking about? You got to keep going through, you know, but it, ultimately it comes down to you and the decision you make to, to just keep moving through. And I mean, like I said, it's not magical. It's just, it's just freaking hard work. Sometimes you just got to push through on your ideas and they might be stupid. They've, I've done plenty of dumb ideas mm-hmm. that some are like have been embarrassing and I've been embarrassed, but one uh, quote that I love, it says something like uh, the, the amount of success you have is based on the uncomfortable conversations that you have or the, the number of uncomfortable conversations you have. And I can translate that to like the number of uncomfortable just moments that you have embarrassed moments as long as you're willing to get out there and just put your name out there. I'm sure, I'm sure when you started this, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like all perfect and, mm-hmm, and good mm-hmm. content. I mean, I've started, started so many things that is just crap content until, until you find that one thing. So it's just, it's just a process of learning, you know, just 
do one thing, learn and keep pushing through. So I agree. It's, it's getting out, getting out of our own way. For me, it's, um, you know, we always have such high standards and we're like, unless it's, unless I'm going to, unless I'm, I moved out to LA originally for acting. And it's like, I wanted to be this Oscar worthy winning actress. And it's like, you have to do the work to get there. You have to put, you have to just be open and get there. Nobody just starts <laughs> like here. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just getting out of our own way. And also for me, it's like, I've done, I've posted a few things on here. That's like very vulnerable, very, um, very open, very honest and raw. And I'm like, eh, what are people going to say? Someone's going to judge it. Eh. And it's just like, who cares? What's my intention? Some people are going to think I'm a dick. Some people are going to think that it's great, whatever. I'm yeah. okay with the reason that I'm doing it. And so I'm going to share it for that respect. And some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. Just go for it. So, yeah. And I think, I think it's, it, you have to go through all the crap times because that's how you get to actually know what good content is or know what something good is. You know, I, I, I know a lot of people that can't make decisions. They, they take forever. They're like, should I do this or should I do this? Mm -hmm. The only reason they're not, they're like that isn't because they're dumb or anything. It's because they just don't have experience. They don't know what this option is like and they don't know what this option is like. But if they move through and they actually pick something a year down the road, they're going to know. And so, you know, maybe you release something vulnerable and then, and then next time you're like, Oh, that, that worked really well. That helped a lot of people. Let's release more vulnerable stuff. You know, mm. no, it's just like, literally it's just experience. There's nothing magical. It's just, just do the thing. Just keep mm. putting it out there. Like put your stuff out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank you. The exact quote was from, how do I get over my fear of my aunt being judged critically by loved ones? I'm not fussed about others. That was the comment. from. Oh, don't even listen to your, family and what they think <laughs> unless you have a superhero husband or wife but like <laughs> yeah, no i mean i'm just kidding it happen. It, it, they're, they're always like biased one way or the other you know so there's mm. something where you know people closest to you people in your own home reject you and then people outside love you you know there's that thing and there's the other side of it where your home loves you but everybody else rejects you i would i would rather have my family not particularly like what i do or the people that i know but everybody else you know, mm. and I, I see that happening more than the other is where you're the people closest to you. They know you, they don't see your growth. They might see you still as like a little kid or, um, you know, whatever. And, mm. and everybody else loves your stuff. I'd rather mm. that situation. So I, I don't think you should, I don't know, focus too much on what your family thinks, not in yeah. a bad way, but you know. Well, it's interesting. I was having this conversation yes, or a couple of days ago. Um, I've been all very fortunate just to have very supportive people in my life that have always said, yep, we believe in you. You're capable of doing this and blah, blah. And they've always, and I'm just, I'm like, wow, actually, I think I'm really lucky to have had that. However, there's people who, people who have the opposite where they are not supported. People don't believe in them and they can either give up or they go out and say, I'm going to go out and prove you wrong. And then that's their entire focus is to go and prove people wrong. And yeah. so it's not even so much who believes in you, who doesn't, who likes your stuff, who doesn't. It's just how do you take that? Because then sometimes I think in my own life, because everyone believes in me, I'm like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, I'll just do it. You know, I'll do it, whatever. Because everyone, everyone else thinks I'll do it so I can do it, of course. But then not really putting myself out there enough. So, yeah, it's less to do with... Um, what people think and more to do with how do you channel that, that perception and what oh, do yeah, you do totally, with that? Totally. And I, I mean, I had, I've had both happen where family loves it and I've had super supportive family, you know, they love most of the stuff that I do, most everything. And then other people don't. But then I've had other times during, especially during these series, people close to me, my friends said um, that these were going to be just kind of dumb ideas, actually, you know, wow. two, you know, 300 million views later, 
<laughs> it's like, it's like oh, I think this is like an okay idea. I would tell it to a few people like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You know? Mm. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay. And then now I've, I've my, you know, the, the people that didn't actually believe in me, they're asking me how I did it. And right. so anyway, it's yeah, just along that same thing. Just keep going. So Yeah. I had that same thing with uh, somebody kind of criticizing a business venture idea that I had and why is she doing that? That's stupid. And it's turned into a very successful business that I don't have to do anything with. So it's like, ah, but when I heard that comment, it initially made me feel bad and it made me kind of question myself a little bit. And so it's just being mindful of how do we deal with these interactions from people. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Redma says, I'm looking at it the wrong way around. Thank you. You are welcome. That's awesome. Um, I'm trying to find comments here too. I... Yeah. So if you go to the video, like it's weird. If you click on the time of the video, then it pops up. Like sometimes oh. they don't always pop up in real time and it gets a little bit annoying. Right. Um, okay. What was my other questions? Um, so super LA sounding. What the heck? I know. Right. I get really LA sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what, um, <clears throat> you, so you do this, this is like a, a philanthropic thing. You've also got your, your commercial stuff that you do, but then you also have a lot of courses, courses on photography, Photoshop, all those types of things. And one of the things I noticed was one about um, teaching people about business, business in the arts, um, because that's something that I don't think at drama school, I wasn't taught enough. And just generally in life, I have a lot of people that reach out saying, you know, I, I, I want to turn my passion into a business, but I don't know where to start or like, cause we're not taught that. So obviously people yeah. can check out your course, but what advice would you give to um, people? I mean, you're in photography, but people kind of turning their passion into a business. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, how much time do we have? Dang. As, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's normally half an hour, but I like, if, if you're cool, I'm going to go I longer. I'll give you the whole dang course <laughs> I could, but no, yeah, I'll, give, I'll, I'll talk about a few things. So, um, Turning, uh, okay, so for artists, like turning passion into what you do or, or into money, man, there's so much there. Holy cow. Okay, the main, the main thing is uh, that, I, that I preach that I'm 100% about is, is influencer marketing, but it's, it's in a different way. You might be familiar with influencer marketing and a lot of people. Um, influencer marketing in general, for those that don't know, it's, it's basically like in the past, it was Pepsi going to Britney Spears and, and paying Britney Spears to push that to her audience, you know, and be like the, the face of the brand influencer marketing aside from, or instead of just pushing an ad saying, Hey, drink Pepsi, Pepsi's cool. Right. So there's more influence when you bring in that influential person. So nowadays it's available to all of us where, um, influencers, you know, maybe, maybe you're not Britney Spears. Maybe you don't have like 10 billion followers, but you have a million something. So you're a really good influencer and it's opened up this huge possibility for businesses nowadays, especially artists um, working with influencers. So for example, if I were to do influencer marketing with you, let's say I want to get to your audience and, and maybe businesses follow you or something. And so what I do is I'd reach out to you and I'd say, do you want a free photo shoot? Right. Do you want a free photo shoot for your Facebook ads? And you, I'm sure, You'd love like, yes, please. Photos, right. <laughs> so, are we so serious? Like, or are you just being, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just mean, an sure, example. <laughs> sure. Like, I'm Utah. So that, that's just influencer marketing right there. And I'm, I'm totally down, like, uh, done. You guys saw how that that's, that's the story of my life, my success in commercial photography and as an artist, cause I'm sort of like photographer slash digital artist. It's reaching out to the influencers, offering something that they need. And then, but, but with no strings attached, right? Like 
like obviously I told you, oh, I'd, you know, to dig, connect with your audience. But in reality, I would just reach out to somebody and say, hey, let me offer this to you for free. So there's a lot of sweat equity that goes into that. You know, I've spent hundreds and hundreds of hours editing and, and going out to people. So it's a lot of hard work, but like hard work alone doesn't lead to success. It's also prudence. It's, it's making good decisions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you hear, there's a lot of big influencers that are talking about this right now where, you know, there's gardeners that work 10 times harder than you do, you know, so why aren't they making millions of dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a, there's the hard work along with prudence, making good decisions. And so influencer marketing would be a good decision. Um, how do you do it more specifically? You, you don't ask for anything ever. Um, it's, it's all about giving, you know? So if people aren't responding to your emails, it's because you're not offering what they need. That's, right. that's really what it comes down to. Um, and then at the same time, uh, so you offer them what they need, you get in with them, you do multiple collaborations and that leads to, referral work, you know, maybe, so let, let's use me as a, as a scenario. So I would offer you free photo shoot. Obviously you'd love that because you just told me. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd fly out on my own dollar, you know, from New Utah to LA, it costs like 150 bucks, rent a car, maybe it's 500 bucks total. Do the shoot, deliver the images to you. No, you know, I would not expect anything. And I'll explain that in one second. Cause that's really important. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, Hey, can you post on your Instagram your, or Facebook? I would just give you those photos. And so then what happens in you, psychological principle of NLP is reciprocity. You do, yeah, give something back. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. reciprocity basically is, um, you know, if you give something to somebody unexpectedly, they'll feel in debt to you. And you always want to create that indebted feeling mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in people. You don't want to ask for anything, right? You just create that feeling. And then you naturally would probably be like, oh, these photos are cool. Let me post them on my Facebook page, right? Or let me post mm-hmm. them here, there. And from there, I would get exposure. It would lead me to, you know, maybe a contact in your audience that saw that work and, and called me. Or they'd contact you and said, hey, who did your photography? Or maybe you would refer me to somebody else because you'd feel that reciprocity. And you'd say, hey, I know another big influencer, you know, another big page that could use photos, right? So that's, that's how I build my business. That's how artists need to be building their business is using law of reciprocity, number one. Number two, the, the right way in is influencers. Um, one last thing I want to talk about is how to contact influencers. Mm-hmm. The, these people that are very busy, um, you got to find what platform they're, they're on. Like that sounds so simple, but people are scared to do that. They're scared to do the research. So everybody's sending out emails. Like you find somebody big, you know, let's say somebody wants to contact you. What are they going to do? They're going to send you an email. You might not even read your emails. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just on Twitter, your Twitter hog, you just like are obsessed with Instagram or something, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to do research, figure out what platform does that person use? And, and that's where you contact them. So, I mean, I have, I've contacted people like big celebrities through Twitter that respond some through Instagram messages, occasionally through email, mm-hmm. Facebook, you know, I'm sending messages all over the place. Um, try and catch them however try they, catch them and yeah. offer something to them. So anyway, that's, that's, that's brilliant. So is this, is this all covered in your course? Yeah, it's all covered. This, there's actually a free course that covers this more in detail. I, I, do, I do all sorts of free courses. Um, I mean, I don't know. If you're interested, you can, you can reach out to me. I don't have like, right now I'm doing one called the 10 commandments of marketing for photographers or for artists. So I'm not sure how much that would apply, but we do other stuff on, you know, influencer marketing. Uh, I, I break it down. And I show you, for example, this is cool. 
I broke down because people are like, how soon can I get work after doing influencer marketing? And uh, I tracked it and it's about nine months from when I offered a free shoot to somebody, I got a high paying job about nine months after. Mm -hmm. So imagine that you can change your year mm -hmm. today. Like you can literally change 2018 today by yeah. doing the correct steps, by reaching out to the right people, you know, and then getting that work. And it really comes down to the quality of influencers. So for example, I could, sorry, I keep going on this, but this is important. If I reach out to you and offer you a free photo shoot, just because you have a million, um, that might not do anything for me. Mm -hmm. That's where people get it wrong, right? Because mm -hmm. my audience, I'm looking for big companies like Adobe, uh, Acura, Nickelodeon, y you know, whatever. Right. Um, do do they follow you? Probably, probably, maybe not. I don't know. Right, right. That's the thing. So you got to be about who you're. Mm -hmm. You got to be smart. People get all off with influencer marketing. They do it wrong. They don't offer the right things. They don't offer them to the right people. So once again, hard work along with you know prudence making good decisions like researching it's strategy figuring out who the right influencers are that are going to benefit your brand and then offering something to them so dude this is genius genius like <laughs> cool <Glad> i like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be taking your courses no joke yeah um, you will be a pro photographer in, in <laughs> next year. well i mean it's taking the principles you know it's like taking the principles of, of what oh, you're totally, saying. Yeah. like it's 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 all so relevant um and i love just how much value you're bringing to everything like just tons of value um which is i think every, what it's all about um so yeah you were saying about um like the next project what, what what's oh, yeah. coming up now what other amazing things have you got planned? so this is the first time like actually announcing it. I can't go too much into detail, but okay. first time announcing, I've never announced it. It's basically we're working on a, a bully project. So uh, an anti-bullying campaign where we're doing something similar to the last shoot, but it's going to be times 10. So we're, we're photographing 14 kids that have been um, just severely bullied. I mean, to the point of just like wanting to commit suicide, you know, and people, I, I can't believe this stuff actually happens. People are telling these kids that they need to, they need to die. You know, they, they sign petitions at school. Like these are kids in Utah and other places, California that we know of and, you know, friends of friends and whatever. And, you know, people in school are actually signing petitions for one person to die. Like mm. how crazy is that? You know what I mean? I mean, that's like an extreme scenario. And then we, I knew of a girl that we, I was going to reach out to her and we found out that, I mean, this is super sad. We found out that she, she had uh, committed suicide two weeks previous. I wanted her in my, in our project and I was like I want to shoot this girl and help her out and she was just a cute girl and people were saying that she was ugly and that she should kill herself and she actually did it and so this it, it's super sad it's super it's it's just a really sad thing that's going on is, is bullying and, and it's going on behind the scenes you know mm -hmm. so this is a huge project we, we have celebrity pushes um, and it's going to be massive we just want to change perception of bullying and make these bullied kids, you know, feel confident, feel strong. We want to put a message out there. Um, and yeah, I mean, it even started, this is, this is just like a, a little example, but like my, my daughter, when I first did the wonder woman series, somebody <laughs> so dumb, like it, it got posted on some really popular magazine, like about makeup and whatever. And one lady was like, man, your daughter is just, just hideous. Like she needs to change her, 
why didn't you spend that $1,500 on her teeth, like cosmetic wow. surgery, you know, and my daughter's three. Wow. And so cyberbullying happens all the time. I'm sure you get it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you don't. I mean, you're thinking. We have a, we have a community moderator that removes and bans nasty people. Yeah. I was like, if you can't, like, I don't even mind. You can have a difference of opinion. Totally. You can say that you think I'm wrong. Totally. But being nasty and hateful and cruel like that, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. 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 And so, and you can being online, you can, and owning a business, you can kind of like filter stuff out like that. But Mm -hmm. you know, I I'm selling things online and it gets even more brutal at that point, you know, doing videos yourself, selling courses, whatever you do, selling software. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the project cyber. It's not just cyber bullying, it's bullying in general. And it's just to, you know, raise awareness, stop it. So if anybody is on here, I would watching this, I'd love for you to just push the project when you see it. We don't get paid for these. There's no like product sponsorships or anything. It's, it's just to get it out there and, and change people's perception of, of things and, and help these kids. So yeah yeah that's, that's what i love just like taking taking your art and talent and skill and just making something doing something so powerful and, and helpful with it like we can all we've all got something we're good at that we can then go and take out and enjoy the thing that we're good at but also yeah. bring joy and help other people yeah totally um i'm reading the artist's way right now have you heard of it before i haven't it's a book about um kind of getting through blockages and finding your creative creativity and stuff like that and i just wanted to uh, ask you about your your process like how do you how do you get inspired i kind of saw how you you work and you you go to different locations and shoot stuff and um and then you kind of get the people or whatever but how yeah what's your process is there places that you go for inspiration do you ever get blocked oh totally um and i'll I'll talk about two things because it just came to my head about first just creating in general people people stop a lot of times because at least I stopped before getting to the actual process because I thought it was too big I didn't have the right tools I didn't have the right camera the right canvas the right whatever to produce that and so um, that stops a lot of people is just just those just logistical things like I I just don't have the tools to do that Um, but that being said that's what actually pushed me to get better not having the correct tools and trying to strategize because ultimately it comes down to you being a strategist, your own strategist, strategizing about how to finish projects. You know, that's going to get you to the next step, how to produce things. Once again, going back to what I mentioned at the very beginning, you just have to do it because it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible at first. Like maybe you just get lucky and you get a good one. Uh, but a lot of initial projects are just going to be bad and you just have to get through that. Um, the second thing I was going to mention was, hold on, it was about the viral series. Um, I can't, I can't remember. Dang I was it. saying about getting stuck on, do you ever get stuck? Where do you find your inspiration? And do you ever like get blocked sometimes? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One, one other thing is um, when, okay. So for, for anybody wanting to do something bigger in a series that, or, you know, whatever it is, an art piece or whatever um the key is doing something not just better but doing something new so that's mm. just in business in general people don't necessarily care about better they they care about new and so coke and pepsi they, they did a blind taste test and um, everybody picked pepsi because it tasted better like literally people pick pepsi because it tastes better until they took the mask off and they saw the brands everybody picked coke 
not, you know, hundred percent, but the Coke one. So mm-hmm. how weird is that? The people don't care about better. They care about first and they care about new. So if you come up, come out with something first, they'll care about it. If, it. if it's new, they'll care about it. So mm-hmm. that being said, a lot of artists have really creative ideas, um, but they might not be necessarily new. They might not be, you know, something that would catch that attention. And that's absolutely what you need when you're creating something is, is new, it's fresh, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I tried to, I've been trying to get my stuff to go viral for years, you know, learning as a photographer, I was always thinking like, how do I get stuff to go viral? How do I get my name out there to the public? And so I do all the things that I personally liked. I would photograph, um, like, I don't know, fashion and, and I would do cars and whatever, but no, people didn't care about that because it's been done before until I met a friend and I was like, man, there's these, this photographer that's going really viral. He does stuff with his kids. Why does he go viral? And, and my friend was like, well, first of all, not many people do photographs of kids. And then secondly, like he's, he's touching on something that ev- a lot of people have in common is kids. People love their kids and they love uh-huh. seeing these things. So from there, I got the idea, okay, let's, let's change directions. I absolutely love doing photos of my daughter so it's not something I hate doing. Mm-hmm. It just, it just changed the direction a little bit. And I think artists, I think every artist needs this is where you, you take what you love and you need to make it a little bit more mainstream mm-hmm. and you need to add some newness to it and some, something different. Cause if it's not different, if it's not new, people aren't going to notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one last thing. I, I always remember this guy, he's an artist. I don't even know who he is. I just heard about the concept, which is cool. So he's an artist that takes photographs of just empty rooms, Mm -hmm. but he, he hides a celebrity. There's always a celebrity behind like a couch or something. So you can't see the celebrity, (laughs) but it's just a picture of a, like a room and he's selling for millions of dollars. And it's just (laughs) such a unique, interesting idea. And I was like, man, why didn't I think of that? But see, if you do that, if I were to do that, nobody would care because it's already been done. Right, 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 right. That's wild. Um, there's a couple of things. I was literally having a conversation within the last couple of days about um, some, or maybe I was listening to it in an audiobook or something. Um, you're on your path and just being open to all of these things that present themselves to you rather than just being like, this is me. This is what I'm doing. I'm not going to divulge, you know? And so that's what you said. I fa- that's been my way that I found it. I came out here to do acting and it was kind of like, I kind of ventured off into doing something that is a bit more meaningful that, that I want to be doing. And we just have to be open to that. Too. I love that. I love yeah. it because it's yeah. like, it's like everybody has this cliche, like I want to be an actress, not saying that's the cliche, but I'm saying the idea of, I want to be an actress. I want to be a photographer, like commercial photographer. I want to be a, I don't know, like the, the president, but ultimately you're thinking, you have to think, why do I want to be those things? Mm-hmm. You know, and there, there's different avenues to it. So mm-hmm. if maybe you go to LA to become a famous actress, but instead you actually end up doing what you love doing. And right. it brings you more fulfillment. It brings you more success. It brings you more happiness, more involvement with other people, you know, and that's, that's my story. I mean, I'm from, you know, Utah, like people probably haven't even heard of Utah, Sandy, like where the heck is that? And, <laughs> and so, you know, this, this kid from Sandy is going out affecting the world. It's just, that's the thing. It's not the path that I necessarily thought of, but doing exactly what you said, don't be stuck on, I yeah. want to be that one thing, you know, just be open to, possibilities so like I love that 
Totally. And it's when that, when that um, when opportunities present themselves or when something's working as well, don't ignore it. Like if you'd have done mm. that photo shoot with your daughter and then went straight back to doing, you know, the same stuff that you'd always done, you're like, no, listen, see what works. See oh, what I resonates. love that. Yeah. And build on it, which you're definitely doing. That bullying thing, you heard of Prince EA. Say it again. Have I heard Prince of Prince EA? EA? No. Yeah. I, I want to introduce you guys because he's really passionate about like, anti-bullying stuff and, um, yeah, I think you'll love that idea. Amy says, my husband is a digital artist and we are working towards doing art full time. We have a solid business idea and marketing plan. Do we wait and cut back on his day job a little, a little at a time or should we just jump full time into the art? Question mark. No, I think great question. That's amazing. I think you should like slowly go into it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's being realistic, like people, two things, people say, do what you're passionate about and uh and it'll work out that's not really true like mm. like i say i say okay do what you're passionate about figure out how to make money at it and if that doesn't work go where the money's at i mean that sounds brutal but you know with an artist you, you always have to do especially as an artist you have to do what you love but for example mm. i would have never thought of doing kids portraits right or mm. here's the other thing i would have never thought of teaching photography right mm -hmm. or i would have never thought of creating software which this is my software electric for photographers not wearing this on purpose by the way no product promotion I'll, I'll bring you can it promote all you like no so <laughs> so you know like i'm a photographer i never thought i'd be doing these things but but ultimately what do you ultimately want from being a photographer you want freedom or as an artist you want freedom that's like why do you do your own business freedom and so go towards the freedom. You don't want to get stuck. You don't want to be in a prison doing something. Anyway, on a side note, now answering the question, yes, go slowly. Um, I did it when I didn't have a family and I, I just went cold turkey, but I did have a marketing plan and it actually worked out, mm -hmm. but I cut it close. A lot of people do it and, and it doesn't work. You have to be realistic and, you know, make sure that your art is bringing in full income and then just sort of slowly transfer over I 100% agree with that point. And from my experience um, of moving out to LA and doing the whole actress in LA thing, um, when you are struggling financially and you're worried about paying your rent or getting food or paying your bills, um, it makes it very difficult to enjoy and do the work when you've got that mental pressure. And so for me, my advice to anyone that thinks about moving out here is, figure out a, a, an income, a way of having an income so that you can take classes, so that you can do the stuff, so that you can, in, you can be okay. Um, with that. And then I also did another interview with an amazing woman called Kelly Levesque um, a few months ago. And she was a biochemist who got into nutrition. Um, and she said that she called it a soft landing. So she had a, she had a well-paid job that, you know, biochemistry thing, but she didn't love it. It wasn't the passion. And so she started doing the nutrition stuff. And like you suggested, Josh, in the beginning, she was basically just offering her services for free. She was doing the influencer marketing thing. Um, and she could afford to because she had her other job paying for things. You know, she was mm -hmm. obviously busy. She was doing two things, but then it allowed her to build the nutrition business and, and all that kind of stuff to the point where she could let go of the other job and she called it a soft landing. So mm. I'd, I'd recommend, I, I'm in agreement with you there. Like, I love that. Yeah. Rather and, and than. I, and I love what you said that you mentioned um, noticing when something's working and, and pushing forward on that. So here's the thing. Quitting your job isn't, isn't going to give you the income that you need, you know, right? Like you're thinking, right. should I quit my job? No, the answer should be, should I implement my marketing now as I have a job? Yes. 
like, because if it doesn't work right now, then it's not going to work when you're, when you're full time trying that. If anything, it's just going to be a horrible grind and you're going to go back to your regular job. So if something, you have to be good at noticing when something works and then just like you said, and then, and then go towards that. So you can get little hints. You know, I have a friend talking strictly business. I have a friend that makes um, like 3d prints, different products. And he literally, it's hilarious, but he will post a product up on his page. that's not even created yet. He'll just create a 3d rendering post it up, have descriptions, and you'll see who likes those products. And he'll actually take pre-orders. Mm. If he gets enough pre-orders, he'll create the product because he knows that that is working, right? Genius. So he doesn't Genius. go through all of the, the process first. So anyway, right. you know, as artists, same thing. You got to test stuff. You can't just quit cold turkey and, and expect for everything to work out. Yeah, yeah. Agree. I agree with you there. Okay. Read 100%. This is one of my favorite books I've ever read. It's called the 22 immutable laws of marketing. Mm, okay. I'm it's super down. short. I mean, it's meant for the creative. <clears throat> it's, it's like an hour and a half long audio book, but, um, or just 22 a, immutable laws of what marketing. Okay. Mark 22 immutable laws of marketing. I mean, I would just would want to force everybody to read this. Cause this is like one of those life books that you'll read it and it'll blow your mind as far as marketing. And as far as pushing your next project, it, it's like the most true book of marketing book that I've ever read. And it talks about how you can be, you know, it talks about these principles. Like what I mentioned being first in the market is always good. If you're not first, then you, you have to create your own category where you can be first in, for example, Coke was, was, you know, soda, the king of soda. So if somebody else comes in king of soda, it's, it's difficult to compete with them, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're going to lose market share. So, but what if you come in as the first lemon lime soda, then you're, mm-hmm. then you're Sprite all of a sudden and Sprite doesn't even compete with Coke, right? They're two right. different audiences, everything. Um, so be, be, you know, it, it talks about amazing concepts like that, like be first in the market. If you're not creating another category, then it says, this is getting way into business. I'm just, no, I love it. I love it. Then it's so it, helpful. Here's the interesting thing is it says one strategy. If you are on par, like you're, you're next to somebody else, you're competing on um, a marketing strategy that works is to go against them to specifically like, for example, Whopper against the Big Mac. Mm. So Burger King against McDonald's, 100% Pepsi against Coke they, they, in the statistics over the years, they actually lost market share when they stopped going against the companies, when they stopped doing ads against them and going on the attack. When they started saying, you know, Pepsi was something about initially it was, you know, we're the younger crowd. Coke is the older crowd. We're the younger crowd, you know, and they did this Gen X thing. Um, then they started losing market share when they did, they, they had a tagline called refresh everything. Mm. And it's like so generic all of a sudden, mm. Oh, you're in competition with Coke. Coke wins. They mm-hmm. lost market share. So anyway, mm-hmm. it, it talks about like crazy stuff like that, how to get in people's minds, how to be the first in people's minds, which that's ultimately most important. But yeah, I suggest that to everybody. I've already written it. I've left it in the comments and I will be ordering that. It sounds awesome. Well, Josh, this has been like incredibly, this is what I love about doing these things. For me, I'm like so much valuable information. Thank you. So I know that it's going to benefit of a huge I amount of people. Yeah, um, I love it. Thanks yeah. for 
my pleasure. Thanks for what you do. Like I've got, um, I'll have like links to your page and website and the courses and stuff like that. I'll have all of that in the comments so people can find you. Um, anything else that you just want to kind of tell people about before we wrap up or a good, a good place? What's, what's your place? You know, you're saying like, is it some, is it Facebook or you're a Twitter hog? Like what's your, uh, um, uh, let's see. What's your platform? I, I don't, I don't answer. I mean, it's too hard for me to answer on, uh, Instagram sometimes, or like to even get those like Instagram messages, um, Twitter, no, Twitter's the worst <laughs> for me. Uh, <laughs> Facebook messages is the worst. I think email for me is the best. Gotcha. Um, one, one thing I do want to say is like, I, I feel like over the years I've created and not, not talking anything about, you know, me, I'm so great, whatever. But over the years I, I learned certain little things and they've just stuck with me. And one of them was write down an idea as soon as you have it. Mm. Uh, and I think that's, that's super important. Um, mm -hmm. That's super important. Write down the idea as soon as you have it, even if it's the middle of the night, you wake up and, and write it down. And that right. way your inspiration stays fresh. Um, I was going to show you my, my, my feet of notes. I mean, it's, it's like, it's, mm -hmm. like, it's just endless, endless, endless notes. This is just side. I'm notes. all about it. Oh wait, that's just what? Side notes. Those are just side. Those aren't even like, I haven't even acted on most of those. Those are just notes that I have ideas, wow. you know, and within that there's probably books worth of stuff. I'm not saying once again, not saying like, Oh, I'm so good and cool. It's hmm. just good for reference. It gets it off. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention that I've been last thing, absolute last thing, but you had, this is all fantastic. You can keep going. <laughs> um, the, the something I've been thinking about lately is that people don't, progress because they're not asking the right questions mm -hmm. i get so many people in my school that are asking just the absolute wrong questions they they ask how do i how do i get into commercial photography i'm like dude that is the absolute wrong question and i know that you're you're still there because you haven't acted you haven't like actually acted on any of the content like a lot of people ask that question you know, not dissing on any students because that's the whole point of the school is to get them there but it's like it's like you, once you act then, and you actually apply the content, then you can start asking the right questions. So instead of saying, how do I get into commercial photography? The right question would be, how do I contact this influencer? Or mm. is this specific influencer, you know, the right one for me? Or, you know, um, who is my target audience that I'm trying to reach type thing? You know, that there's different questions. And if people ask the wrong questions, they're going to continue asking those wrong questions over and over and over again. Here's the thing though. So there's a fantastic book that I love called The Magic Question by Bart A. Baggett. Um, and it's about how so we, we always ask ourselves the wrong, the wrong questions in like, why am, I, why am I single? Why can't I find my dream job? Why do I not have enough money? And then our subconscious goes to finding all the reasons that we, the reasons that we don't. It doesn't help in any way. So it's yeah. rephrasing the questions so that you, you get your mind finding solutions. So with the thing that you said, that why my question is why is that the wrong question because if they don't even know the the skills influencer marketing um you know all these different things that you teach if they don't know that then why is that the wrong question if they don't know those things yet because surely no, that's well stuff. well it's because it's because the that there's a lot of leg well okay so i'm not saying all questions are bad like that question sure it's good it's good once how do you get into commercial photography but it's the wrong question to ask me it's the wrong question to ask a professional. When you have a professional in front of you, that's the absolute wrong question. You're not going to get, so for example, if you're the photographer and you ask me, um, you know, you have my attention 
I've, I've done work for big clients. You're trying to get there. You asked me, how do I get into commercial photography? That's, that's not a question I can answer. That's like, it's just like so big. What that tells me is you haven't done the legwork on your own. Right. You know? Right. You know, nothing. Yeah. And so mm. it, it's like, it's like not a terrible question, but it's a terrible question for, you know, the, the person you have in front of you. In, in that I sense. get what you're saying. So yeah, be prepared to so, so know enough. So that when you have an opportunity to speak to somebody, you can ask more specific questions well, that are actually going to get you closer. Yeah, and for example, how do I get into commercial photography? That's, that's the initial question. That's not going to get you. See, if I answer that, like if there were one answer for that, it wouldn't get you to become a commercial photographer because there's so much like legwork that you have to do. There's 10,000 questions within that that you should be asking. Um, for example, I first started um, doing... So for example, I have my online school and to sell my online school, I, I, I had no clue how to do it at first. I was selling tutorials. I was like putting stuff on Facebook. And so, you know, I had the initial question, how do I sell an online product? That's like the most generic thing ever because there's not one answer for that. Mm. So I started doing my own research. That was my internal question. It wasn't a question that I had. So I, I guess I've got to be more specific about that. Um, but my internal question was, how do I sell my product online? And so I did as much research as I could. I paid for coaching, I did all this, until I got to the right question that actually brought me success. Because that, that's what I'm trying to say right here. There's certain questions that will actually make you progress and bring success. They'll be game changers. My right. game changer question was, what is the conversion rate from Facebook to a webinar? What should a conversion rate be? Meaning, what should somebody pay to, to sign up for my webinar so that I can make money on the back end. So I did all the research that I possibly could until I got to that question that absolutely blocked me. And then I reached out to somebody that knew the question. I got the answer. And from there, my business skyrocketed. So it's, mm. it's just a matter of like asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people are all in the same boat. They're asking, how do I become successful as an artist? Right. Like, how would you answer that? Like, how do you become successful as an artist? There's like a billion yeah. Yeah. answers that that's not the right question. That's going to help you progress. Mm -hmm. You know, the right question is if I'm a commercial photographer, how do I estimate correctly to be able to get a $50,000 job? That's the right question. That's going to lead you from not progressing to making 50 K hundred K 200 K a year and have a different life. So mm -hmm. you just got to ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, that's my roundabout way of, <laughs> talking about that book that you read about which I it's read, so. awesome and you do speaking too you do speaking engagements and stuff like that i can yeah. see why yeah fabulous um josh this has been amazing uh we went on way longer and it didn't even feel like it so um <laughs> no i we could keep going but um thank you thank you um yes I will have links to all of Josh's stuff. Make sure you check out his courses. I want to be doing the marketing one. I'm going to get that book that you recommended as well because it's incredible. Um, definitely when the bullying thing comes out, that's 100% something that I want to promote and champion. We talk a lot about um, depression and things like that and, and suicide. And I know that that, like you said, by the story about the, the young girl. So more than happy to promote, promote that a lot. Awesome. Um, but yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Thank so you fun. everyone for watching. Yes, it was. <laughs> I love the conversation. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Josh, once again, you're right. awesome.
Thank you for listening to the Uplifting Content Podcast with me, Ioni Butler. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review so that more people can find it. And to make sure you never miss a beat, subscribe to our weekly dose of uplifting content, which is an email from me about the best of uplifting content from that week, be it giveaways, videos, interviews, all the good stuff. And as a bonus, when you subscribe, you get access to the Uplifting Content Summit for free. The Uplifting Content Summit was an interview series with some fantastic guests, including Jay Shetty, Christine Hassler, Alexi Panos, Preston Smiles, Kyle Cease, Peter Kelly, Jenna Phillips-Ballard, and many more about how to stay uplifted. So if you'd like some tips and advice from some of the best thought leaders, authors, coaches out there, be sure to subscribe to my email update and get access to this summit for free. The link to sign up is in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, take care. Bye.